We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Ten seconds to go. They put the clock at ten. 48 all. Lincoln Riley, one timeout, ball on the 33. Williams in the shotgun, stoops in motion, direct snap, Brooks, fakes the pitch, bounces it outside, he's to the 30, he's to the 25, he's to the 20, he's gonna go, Kennedy Brooks, he just won, he just won the game, Kennedy Brooks just won, OU Texas, a 33-yard touchdown run by Kennedy Brooks, one year It's the same play we saw earlier, the creative one. They direct snap Hands it to Kennedy operator. Brooks. Please reset the game clock. Two seconds. Two seconds on the game clock. It's the direct snap to Kennedy Brooks where he fakes the toss back to Caleb Williams. 
to buy time for the pullers to come around works just as good as it did the first time. Huge gaping hole there. Kennedy Brooks takes it the rest of the way. One man effort. Reset the game clock to three seconds. Three seconds. Oh, we keep adding time. It was at one, three then we moved on it to two. Clock. Now we're to three. Thank you. Berkic on to try the extra point to make it a seven point lead. It's 54 48 in regulation. Defensive struggle today, right, Ted? Whew. What a football game. Unbelievable. Extra point is through. 55 48. Texas will have one play. If you didn't see it, you wouldn't believe it. A game they'll talk about for as long as they play football. Oklahoma trailed 28 to 7. Texas came out like an MMA fighter shot out of a cannon, throwing overhand blows. They had Oklahoma on the ropes, but the Sooners methodically in the second half with a redshirt freshman at quarter, excuse me, with a true freshman at quarterback, have climbed a mountain in North Dallas today and with three seconds to go they lead 55 to 48 thanks to a 33 yard touchdown run by Kennedy Brooks the running back everyone was talking about coming into today was Bijan Robinson and he's been good 137 yards but it has been Kennedy Brooks from Mansfield Texas who has stolen the show 25 carries 217 yards two touchdowns and potentially the game winner Burkich put it through the end zone here yeah I, the way this game has gone yes kick it, kick it through the end zone if you can it's a squib kick right down the middle Brewer up to field it he's going to run it out this is going to be it he's to the 35 he's to the 40 he leaps a man he's down and you can unhitch the wagon Put the ponies in the bar. Oklahoma has just offered the greatest comeback in OU Texas history. Final score today in the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma 55 and Texas 48. Kind of shocked that they didn't have something set up there. Unbelievable. Great job, though. Smart on the kickoff coverage team spreading the net there don't let anything crazy happen i gotta tell you unbelievable job we saw everything in this football game we stuck with the run it continued to to make gains wearing that defensive line down of texas teddy i'm down here with tyrese robinson man congratulations you guys grinded away take me through what this fight was like hey man it, it was a tough one out strong and, and, and we just kept fighting. I mean, our first board quarter, we always talked about finish and we finished. And that's how we finished. Great win, a great game. What does it say about this team down going forward? You guys took that punch. Kennedy had an incredible day. What does it say about this team to win this game? Most important about this team, we got fight. No matter how it was, no matter what the scoreboard said, we keep fighting. That's what we that's what we built off on, and that's what we're gonna build off for the rest of the season. Congrats, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, man. There's Tyrese Robinson, Toby. We'll try to grab a few more yeah. guys. Tyrese has been the emotional this, leader. I've never here. seen it this before. The, the fans are coming on the field. I don't know who gets fined for this, but the fans are coming on the field. I should specify the fans wearing crimson are coming on the field to celebrate with their team on an historic day in Dallas. 
the largest comeback for an OU team in the 117 years of this rivalry. They rally from 28-7 down, a 21-point deficit, and they win at 55-48. Chris Plank somewhere in the middle of that mass. They've got both the golden cowboy hat and the flag. Jeremiah Hall's got the flag. I believe Isaiah Thomas has the cowboy hat. They're waiting to plant the flag. Wait, here we go. I'm not going anywhere, Chris, until you tell me to. Chris is down there. He's going to work to give us some live interviews from the field. Fighting our way through. This is an amazing scene. And you mentioned the fans getting on the on the field. Add to it as well. It's pretty special Boy, right now. Boys, I've got the man of the hour, Marvin Mims. Walk us through that touchdown catch, man. Man, I mean, it was crazy. You know, I had the guy beat. Caleb was rolling up. We, got, we kind of made eye contact and he launched that thing. And, um, you know, it's kind of outside. I didn't know where I was on the field. I caught it. I didn't even know I was in the end zone. So, yeah, great play, though. Hell of a play. How about the performance by Caleb Williams? You know, coming in, right? He was ready. Yeah. His, his opportunity came. He was ready. How'd you feel the, uh, the true freshman played? I mean, that's hard, man. I mean, me coming to this one, it's basically my first Red River. And it was different than the last one, I mean, for sure. But, um, I mean, for him to be ready, come in and play the way he did, I mean, man. Not many people out there can do that. You know, seniors, guys coming off the bench, I mean, that's crazy. I'm extremely proud of the kid. I I know you, you're still a young player, but in your life, have you ever been part of a football game like this? No, I haven't. I mean, that, that was crazy. You know, in high school, you know, you got something like that, half and half, but, I mean, on this level, national TV, college game day, state of Texas, state fair, and back home, I mean, it's crazy. Nothing, couldn't ask for anything more. Congrats on the win, man. Thank you. Kennedy, Kennedy, congratulations, man. Take so me much. through how it felt out there. Oh, man, it was amazing, man. The fans did their job. Online did their job. The did their job. It was a crazy atmosphere. And I'm so happy to be back and play this game one more time, man. I loved it. You, you and I talked on two, on Monday. The last time you played in this game was 2019. You had over 100 yards. What made it so successful today? What led to it? Man, these are my online, man. They did everything for me. They made my job easy. So receivers blocked the hell of a job downfield. So I just ran the ball. That's all it is. But everybody else did the work. Go celebrate, man. All right, guys. That's Kennedy Brooks. This is a scene we've never seen before, Ted. No. The stadium from the south side, the Oklahoma fans have poured onto the field in Dallas. Never seen it. They're still coming on. It's crazy. Jeremiah Hall, take me through what that flag plant felt like for you, man. Man, you know, I've dreamed of it ever since I got to OU. I saw Baker do it. I saw Oboe do it. I saw all the great guys that come before me do it. And I knew, I just knew before I left, this being my last year, I had to do it one time for the fellas, and I'm glad we pulled it out. Can, can you just take me through what the fight was like and this team never giving up? You know, in the Cotton Bowl, you never know what to expect. You can never get too high. You can never get too low. We've been in many situations up to this game this year, and I knew that we just kept on going and doing our jobs, eliminate the mistakes that we'll be okay, and that's what we did. How about the freshman? How about Caleb Williams going out there in that moment? Man, you know what? He just showed up and did what he was coached to do. That's all. He did his job. Go celebrate. Congrats, man. Proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate you. There is a... How about Caleb Kelly? How about Caleb Kelly? <laughs> the old man makes a play, stripping it away, taking it to the kick return. Uh, well, that's my...
my boy Zay Worthy. He had a hell of a game, but he's from Fresno with me. And so I seen him and I had an opportunity. I saw a player and I just said, okay, I'm going to go hit the gap and hit the dude and hit the gap, felt the ball, just ripped it and got it out. You've, you've been in a lot of these games. What do you think of the performance of the true freshman coming in and doing what Caleb Williams did for this team? Hey, that's why he's here. That's why he's here. And uh, I mean, he's going to continue the ball and do what he does. So I'm excited for him. Hey, now, obviously, a moment like this in your last Red River. Okay, I, I, what does it mean to you right now, Caleb? Man, I love I love the OU fans. I love the OU family. I love it here. I've been here six years, and I didn't want to leave because I, I do love the, the people here. And, yeah, this game is it, it's amazing already. But to make a play in it and to have fun with my guys and have a comeback game is just even more special. So, yeah, boomer sooner. Well, we love you, man. Good luck. Go celebrate. All right, thank you. Let me what tell you what's going on right now. After you win OU Texas, the tradition is to take the picture at the 50-yard line, Teddy, with the scoreboard behind you. But they can't, they can't clear out the crowd to get the picture. Meanwhile, their starting quarterback is in the middle of the circle of security. They've circled off a patch of turf for what reason? I have no idea. Now I think somebody has got Caleb's attention. And they're trying to get him into the picture. He's kind of important for what's happened today. But... This is going to be a unique picture in OU Texas history because for the first time it's going to have the winning team in it and half the stadium with them as well on the field. There's state troopers down there trying to clear some space. Cale Gundy's always very involved in this photograph. He's always trying to get everybody in. There's a bunch of guys that are just wandering around the field. I have no idea they're about to take a picture. And Chris, is this a good time to step aside? Or you I, I think keep it's it I think it's as good of a time as any, Toby. All right, we uh, we're going to take a break. We've got a long post-game show coming up for you. An amazing, unbelievable, stupendous football game has just played out, and we will recap it. And you'll hear all the highlights coming up. Oklahoma wins. OU Texas 115. Excuse me, 117 by the final of 55 to 48. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield, this is the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Also brought to you in part by Coca-Cola. New season, new Coke Zero Sugar. Now, the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. Straight drop, Rattler has time. Now flushed right, looking to throw, takes a deep shot downfield for Woods. He caught it. Is he inbounds? He is! Wow. Mike Woods, an amazing catch on the sidelines in Texas territory. Rattler in the shotgun, takes it. He'll keep it. Rolls right, and he'll run it himself. Touchdown! Spencer Rattler dives across the goal line, and the Sooners are on the board. Five wides, snap is low. Thompson has it. Back to pass under pressure. Takes a shot. In zone. Nobody's there. It's incomplete. Nobody's there. And the Sooners have turned him over on down. It is over in Dallas, Oklahoma. The biggest comeback in the history of OU Texas for the Sooners. They win it in regulation today, 55 to 48. The team still on the field. I'm trying to see who is that Isaiah Thomas that's wearing the golden hat down there right now. They've been passing it around. Yeah, I know it's LaRon Stokes. He just gave it to Danny Stutzman. <laughs> Watch out with that guy. He may eat it. <laughs> Drake Stoops now taking his picture with it. Boy, I bet Bob wishes he was here today. Uh, unbelievable. Just 
I'm Maybe telling he's you, listening right now. It's the it's not just the best OU Texas game I've ever seen. It's the best football game I've ever seen. Just amazing. And the resilience, the different guys that made plays offensively, defensively. I love that we got stronger as the football game went on. I love that the fans really, they hung around, stayed in the fight, and, and really pushed this team on, hey, right? I when, mean, when this team was down 18 at halftime, they went up the tunnel. The fans were amazing. They were cheering them on. You got this. Second half, they're starting their comeback. Texas is suffocating on this end of the stadium because of the fans. And my favorite moment, Teddy, is when Caleb Williams hits Marvin Mims to make it a two-point game, and they send Spencer Rattler onto the field. The fans go crazy for Spencer, who came in and delivered a dart, by the way. How about that moment? Rattler crazy. gets benched. The other guy comes in and plays the role of hero. He's got to be, you know, feeling all kinds of things and comes in and delivers a dart to tie the game up. That's uh, unbelievable. When we started the game, you asked me the keys to the game, and the, and the last thing I said was stay in the fight because Texas was, was surely going to make some plays. I didn't expect this. I didn't expect this type of fight, but, I mean, credit this team for just hanging around. I mean, there was, there was momentum swings, and it looked like at times that this whole thing was going to cave in on top of them, and they, they just continued to play. The, the, we were laughing about how long this football game was going to go on, and they needed every single second of it to yeah. cap off the win. Just unbelievable. Guys, I'm down here with lead blocker Drake Stoops. Can you take us through the design of that running play that works so well with Kennedy Brooks? Yeah, uh, I come in motion. You know, I'm, I'm coming around. I'm looking for, am I going to block? You know, is, is it going to be the corner or the safety, depending on which one triggers? And then I'm checking that backer. If he don't come, I'm going up to that safety. And then I felt him start, start moving. I knew KB was right on my heel, so I just went for it, you know? Did, could you feel the emotion of this fan base today? Oh, no doubt. It's way different than last year. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. So for you, you can attest to it better than anyone. Seeing the switch when Caleb Williams came in, what did that say about this freshman in this moment in this atmosphere to perform the way he did, Drake? That man, that man's got some poise, no doubt. I mean, he's he's ready for it. He had a good good week of preparation, and you know, I mean, he's ready to step in and, and do his job. That's what it's about, doing your job. Hey, congrats on the win, buddy. Great Thank job. You. Appreciate it, guys. Drake Stoops. Fans still all over the field down there. The team is still spread about. I think I see the governor down there. He just won some barbecue. They got the uh, ponies out on the field right now. They're circling around. Bevo's still down in his pen. They can't get him out of here until the fans get out of the way. So he's stuck for a while. I think the ponies just went down and might have talked some trash to him on that end. I'm not sure. Caleb Williams making his way to the locker room gets the standing O from the fans gathered around the tunnel there. <laughs> that. How about that play? Caleb Williams. I'm thinking Caleb Kelly. All right. Well, Chris, I'm going to take a timeout unless you tell me otherwise. Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert still down on the field patrolling for interviews for us. And I don't hear anything in my ear. So we'll squeeze in a timeout. I see Joe Castiglione in his crimson jacket and fedora at the 19-yard line. He looks pretty happy. Sooners win 55-48. Postgame show brought to you by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino, every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. No one gets you closer to Big 12 football than Sirius XM. 
Download the SiriusXM app and tune into SiriusXM Big 12 Radio for news, talk, analysis throughout the college football season. Try it out today and take your favorite Big 12 team with you on your phone, online, and at home. No car required. 55-48, Oklahoma wins one for the ages. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Runs it himself left side, bounces outside, got the first down, and he's free! Caleb Williams, he's got nothing but tough ball grass! 1-0 yeah, and <laughs> so much happened so quickly that you just got rocked on your heels. We have a missed tackle over there, and it goes the distance, and you feel like, oh, boy, it's going to be a long day for the defense if, if this is what we're going to bring to the party. But, you know, credit them for hanging around. Oklahoma also lost Delarian Turner-Yell on That's that right. play, first That's play right. of the game. Sooners' first possession uh, was a three and out and a blocked punt by Brendan Schooler. At the two-yard line, Texas took over and scored in two plays. Bijan Robinson took it in. It was 14-0 Texas immediately. OU's next possession, they got a, a big play from their own 25 on third and long. Spencer Rattler hits Mike Woods down to the 46. That was close. Mike Woods got a foot in, but they had to go replay it. While they did, a fox ran across the field. If you're joining us, that is true. You, I'm not talking about anything other than a fox, okay? A, a real live furry woodland creature. I don't know. Is a woodland creature a prairie creature? Maybe both. A little bit of a both. A fox ran across the, the Cotton Bowl turf from north to south. He went through the end zone into the bleachers. And then I don't know what happened to him after that. Uh, so at one point today, we had a cow two horses and a fox all on the field at the same time. He should have hung around and watched the rest of the game. Had he known it was going to be a thriller like this, probably wouldn't have left. Maybe he had a suite. He's the only person know. that actually left the, the game. <laughs> Everyone else waited till the very end. Oklahoma would take that possession and score. A two-yard run by Spencer Rattler made it 14-7. to uh, Oklahoma had an interception thrown into their next possession. B.J. Foster picked off Spencer Rattler. 
Texas would score. Still first quarter here. Ten yard pass. Casey Thompson to Joshua Moore made it 21 to 7. Then after a three and out. Texas late first quarter. Still another touchdown. 48 yard pass from Thompson to Joshua Moore. It was 28-7 Texas after one. That was their largest lead. They had a 21 point lead. Early second quarter. Sooners got a touchdown. The play you heard out of that commercial break on a fourth and one from their own 34-yard line. In the second quarter, they went for it, and Caleb Williams took it 66 yards for a touchdown. That made it 28-14. Sooners got a stop, got the ball back, marched down, 39-yard Gabe Burkich field goal, made it 28-17. Got another stop, but then driving a fumble by Spencer Rattler would be his final play other than the two-point conversion. He fumbled it. DeMario overshone recovered. Texas would score immediately on a two-yard pass from Thompson to Jared Wiley, the tight end, to make it 35-17. That's when Lincoln Riley went to Caleb Williams. Just before half, Williams drove him down for a field goal, 35-yarder by Burkitts to make it 35-20. Texas answered 38-yarder on the last play of the first half by Dicker, 38-20, Texas at halftime, an 18-point lead. Well, going into halftime, I know the scoreboard did not look good, but... You said they were in okay shape. Yeah, we were feeling good about how the offense was looking. They were starting to have some success in the running game. Uh, defense was starting to settle in a little bit. Uh, you just felt like if they if they came out and got some stops that the offense was going to be able to claw their way back into this football game. Let's pause right there. We're never going to get all our commercial breaks in. We'll pick it up with second-half action when we come back. Sooners were down 38-20 at halftime. They end up winning it today. 55-48, the second half was just as wild, if not wilder, than the first. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Rattler, quick throw out. That's caught by Mims. Runs back right, throws back to Rattler. Rattler looking downfield. He's got the Bullfrog open at midfield. It's a race to the 40, 35, stutter step 30, and out of bounds at the 25. Lincoln Riley dials up trickery. Spencer Jones, the holder, snap good, hold good. Kick is away, and it is good. Burkich. Our first field goal either way of the game, a 39-yarder. And our new score now, Texas 28, Oklahoma 17. The Sooners have scored 10 unanswered. Timeout. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2021 with Lincoln Riley, presented by Integris Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for air times on Sooner Sports TV. Dean Blevitz does a great job with Coach on that show. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game. For info on how your child can take the field with your OU team captains, go to orthoexc.com. Reading that's the first time it dawned on me. We're back home next week for TCU. What a reception that's going to be next. That's going to be, I don't know if it's 11 a.m. or 6.30. We don't know yet, but after this game tonight, Owen Field is going to be off the chain. And luckily we've got some time between to catch our breath because I feel like if we played that thing tomorrow would be such a letdown. I've, any football game after watching this is going to be back to normal. It's it's a popular question every year, right? The OU Texas uh, letdown afterwards. Sooner post game presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. Toby and Teddy back with you as soon as Chris and Gabe have Lincoln Riley. will go to the locker room. 
We pick it up now, second half, OU trailing 38-20. to 20. The team's traded punts to start the second half, but OU ended up with good field goal position, or field position out of it. And they were able to drive down into field goal range. 29-yarder from Burkich made it 38-23. Texas answer. They drove down into field goal range. 41-yarder for Cameron Dicker. Backup 18, 41-23. OU is down 18 points, Teddy, with just over two minutes to go in the third quarter. Then they scored a touchdown. 14-yarder on a bullet. Caleb Williams to Marvin Mims. What a throw that was. No, that was great. And that's where you saw the the real talent, the arm talent from him. He made a couple of throws today that if it wasn't for that that real arm strength, it may have those plays may have been in danger. Now that wasn't one of them. There was one late that, you know, he had to get out there on a line. And most of his throws today were made, end up being made on the run. Texas would punt. That took us into the fourth. Sooners got the ball back. Their own 20 drove down to field goal range. 26-yarder by Burkich. 41-33. They had clawed back to within one possession. They got a three and out when Texas was backed into the sooner end of the Cotton Bowl. Texas went backwards. There was a sack in there, a couple of incompletions. They had to punt it out. OU got it back at the 40 and scored. Remember that third and long 52-yard pass from Caleb Williams to Marvin Mims, a catch that will live forever. It was crazy. It Just an unbelievable job by Mims, finding the football, contorting his body to make that catch, somehow keeping everything in bounds. The camera work on that one is something to watch. It's yeah. It's just an, an amazing you, ABC. Yeah, <laughs> that pylon cam. It's like an inch away from his foot. It's just really cool. What a play that I mean, made it. Yeah, that, that play is just so crazy. And you have to go back and review the game to remember it. That's that's how how many plays were made. It's nuts. That made it 41 39. And with the house in hysteria, Lincoln Riley sends Spencer Rattler back onto the field for the two-point conversion. Your assumption is there. They've practiced a play with Rattler at quarterback, so he lets Rattler run it. Right. And it worked. He went to Stoops. Yeah, a little roll out there on the on the goal line. You've got receivers over there running pick routes and get Rattler out on the, the edge, and he finds Stoops, and Drake has to go up and make a competitive catch. It's not like he was sitting there just wide open, unguarded. Goes up, makes a competitive catch just inside the goal line, for the two-point conversion and just crazy the crowd goes nuts the the stoops chant awesome a tsunami of momentum then on the ou end of the cotton bowl on the ensuing kickoff caleb kelly the old man strips the ball away from xavier worthy who had one of the all-time great games for texas today but it's worthy who coughed it up kelly took it right away from him at the 18 yard line the Sooners get the ball back, and on the first play, score again. Kennedy Brooks' 18-yard touchdown run made it 48-41. You thought at that point Oklahoma had climbed the mountain. That might be enough. Their first lead in the second half. But Texas, after turning it over on downs, would force a punt. They got it back at their 40. And to the credit of Casey Thompson, who had five touchdown passes today, he found Xavier Worthy again for 31 yards to tie it up. Which, that right there alone. They had a receiver that had nine catches, 261 yards, and two touchdowns. A quarterback in his first OU Texas start 
throw for 388 yards, five touchdowns, and no interceptions, and he lost the game. That's just, that's incredible. They left too much time on the clock, yep. though, as Oklahoma got it back at their own 25, and Caleb Williams led them down the field. They got into field goal range with 10 seconds left at the 33-yard line. We wondered during the timeout, Teddy, throw it, run it. Lincoln Riley goes to the direct snap to Kennedy Brooks. He takes it over the left side all the way. 33 yards for the touchdown. It would be the game winner as the Sooners win 55 to 48. We'll take a look at some final stats coming up. You mentioned some of them. There are a bunch of them. Sooner football from Learfield. We'll be back right after this. He's got the football. Straight drop. Sooner to bring heat under pressure. Trying to get away. Throws late. Threw it out of bounds. Perry on Winfrey was all over it. Oklahoma has dialed up the heat on Casey Thompson. Play action back to pass across the middle. He's got Hall. First down. And open field. 40, 45. Jumps a man. Rides another. And he's out to midfield. 3.07 to go. Second quarter. Snap good. Hold down. Kick is away. It is sailing left, but it hangs in there. It's good. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. Oklahoma wins a dandy today, 55-48 in Dallas. And we go down to the Victoria Sooner locker room for our postgame interview with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by the Noun Hotel. Lincoln Riley, wow. This team just never gave up today, did they? No, man, it was uh, not the worst start you could ever draw up, ever. And, uh, you know, we hung in there. We still weren't weren't perfect, obviously, in the first half. But I thought we we kind of we, we steadied it, you know. We didn't let it get too far away from us. You know, we kept telling guys, you know, we've been in so many of these low-possession games that, you know, it might have felt like it was getting away. And, and I, we kept telling them, man, there's so much time left. Just play. Like, you know what I mean? Just, just keep playing. And if we'll do that, we'll, we'll, we think we'll have a chance in the end. And, and halftime... Guys were ready. Uh, they were very into it at halftime. You could tell they absolutely believed. And we told them, we just need to go play really good ball in the second half. We don't need to do anything extra special. Just go play really good ball. And we did. Never gave up on the run either, did you? You kept grinding with Kennedy Brooks and Coach Bebo find that right combination. Yeah, yeah. Guys up front, I thought, played really well. Uh, very physical the entire game. So they did a they did a great job. Um, KB obviously ran the ball extremely well. Popped a couple of those at the end that we felt like, as good as we ran it, we felt like we were and how many shoestrings, man, that we got to get out of a few more of those. But, uh, yeah, good, great effort. Just, and by the way, before I let Gabe get a question, he, he comes trampling it out of the basket. He did, he did, he did. Uh, it's okay, it's yeah. okay, it's all good. It's real. Uh, the decision to go with, with Caleb and then to see the way that he responded in this setting, in this environment, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, honestly proud of how both of them responded. You know, I thought, you know, gave Caleb a shot, and I thought we got moving a little bit, so decided to stay with him. I thought he did a good job. Missed a couple of uh, little things, uh, which they both did throughout the game. And then, and then, you know, Spencer came in for maybe what was the most single important play of the entire game with the two-point. I mean, the, the guts it took to, to go in there and execute that was awesome. So, no, I was proud of the way both of them responded to the adversity that we had early. There were, there were so many big momentum swinging plays in this football game but how good was it seeing Marvin Mims make some of those plays right he'd been a little quiet no. this season and when you needed him to make some big plays man he made well some he did no nah, he did a couple of those were just you know phenomenal balls and as far as just get it up one-on-one -on -one and give him a chance and we got a 
you know, high confidence that he's going to make, you know, his fair share. And those those couple that he made were obviously just huge, huge plays. And I, I think both of our quarterbacks really trust him. This team in general didn't get down, but neither did the defense. You know, they get that big play that hits on them early, and then they're in a tough field position. What did it say about this group to continue to persevere today on the defensive side? Yeah, no, it was huge. I mean, we obviously had to start getting some stops, you know, and we – you know, we gave up a couple in the first half. We, you know, over pursued on Bijan a few times, gave up a, too many, a few too many shot plays. And so, um, but, you know, I think we, our pressure was better. You know, we did a much better job in the second half limiting the run game and made them a little more one-dimensional, which I think was, you know, probably the key to the game. I know that, you know, it's, it's about the players on the field, but one thing that really stood out to me was just it, it looked like your guys were in better shape. I mean, the third and fourth quarter, it looked like they were getting stronger. Texas was losing steam a little bit. What, what does that say about not only your players, but you know all the all yep. the members of yep. the staff that go into that? Yeah, we gave them a game ball down there. I mean, strength staff, nutrition, uh, your training staff. I mean, to have a team, especially in record heat here today, which it always seems to be for this game. Um, a lot of plays, you know, just a, a grinded out type of game. And yeah, we were at our best in the second half, and that's a credit to a lot of people, like you said, first and foremost the players. But we got an outstanding staff there, and it showed today. Congrats, Coach. I mean, this is one for the ages. Good, uh, good luck the rest of the way and enjoy this. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Post-game interview with Lincoln Riley presented by Noun Hotel. Noun Hotel coming soon to Historic Campus Corner where service, community, and celebration are proper nouns. Follow at Noun Hotel on Instagram and Facebook. Quick timeout. More post-game reaction from what I'm sure is a wild Sooner locker room coming up. They win the Red River Showdown today. It's four in a row now over Texas. 55 to 48. This is Sooner football from Learfield. From the eight, Texas going left to right. They lead 38 to 20. Handoff Bijan Robinson. Met in the backfield and thrown down for a loss by Isaiah Thomas all the way back at the four. 29-yard field goal try from the left hash for Burkish. Snap good, hold down, kick is away, and it is good. It's his third of the day. Oklahoma gets points, but only three. Welcome back, Sooner Post Game Show, presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed, get Pike Pass. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Teddy Lehman, myself, head coach Lincoln Riley. Tuesdays, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman, 7 p.m. The huddle is right before that at 6. Gabe Eichert will join us this week for that show. I'm guessing it'll be a pretty festive environment on Tuesday night at Rudy's. Boy, uh, yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. This fan base has a lot of things to celebrate, a lot of things to talk about. Um, I, I don't know. Have we ever had a quarterback come in? in circumstances like this in a game like this and and do what Caleb Williams did today has that ever happened I don't know Jamel Holloway came in once upon a time and led a yeah. team to a national championship when Troy Aikman went down it wasn't the OU Texas game Bevo by the way yeah, Jason White that's a good point Jason White in this game that's a good one Drake Duncan yeah. Bevo's making his way right down the heart of the field to uh, his trailer and he seems to be cooperating sometimes it takes him a while but um, He's at the goal line now, and we'll let you know if there's anything that happens on the way. Um, special teams, special seasons have special moments. There's a long ways to go in this season, but there is zero doubt this is a special moment today for this team, and we'll see where it takes them. One of the stars, Isaiah Thomas, 
He's downstairs in the locker room with Chris and Gabe. Maybe one of the guys we should have and didn't get to talk to on the field is Isaiah Thomas. He had the gold hat on. He was <laughs> celebrating. Congrats, man. Take us just through the grind of this game and what it was like being in it. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, as we expect every year versus Texas, we're going to get their best shot. They're going to get our best shot. And we started off shaky, not how we wanted to exactly, but, I mean, we always preach on finishing. And Grinch always says he, do he doesn't want to hear about the first, second, or third quarter. He want to hear, he want to know about the fourth quarter. You can only win the game in the fourth or whatever it takes. So we didn't start off how we wanted, but we, we dang sure finished how we wanted to, and it is great to have this feeling. So they, they came at you guys with a lot of 12 personnel early, right? right. Um, Wiley on the field with Brewer. And how, how did you feel? How, how, how much more difficult do you think it was defending them in that personnel group as to when they went in 11 and in 10? Because it seems like you had more trouble with the 12 stuff, but then you guys really got after them when they went smaller personnel group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, you know, when they went out there in that 12 personnel group, you got to really trust your technique and trust your eyes because they can do anything out there, out those formations with both of them back there. And, and you know, it, it, we, seen, we made it seem like it was tougher to defend, but everything was self-inflicted. Nothing we hadn't seen and nothing we hadn't practiced before. But when they switched it up, I mean, we got after them. And, I mean, we, we were able to cause havoc in that second half and just how we wanted to do in the first. I know some people will be like, hey, what click, what changed? But you guys really just got a chance to get your feet under you. You get yeah. hit with a big play right away. But mm -hmm. was there a moment where things seemed to turn for you in this game that you can pinpoint? Uh, I can't pinpoint it exactly. But I, I know at halftime for sure what Coach Riley said to us, what Coach Grinch said to us. I know he was uplifting. They said we've been in worse situations with Baylor two years ago. So, yeah. I mean, we, we weren't phased at all. We were just more so like, what do we have to do better, not with, with what they have to do on the other side. So that's all it, that's all it was. They, they were able to... You know, put that drive together late, yeah. able to tie the game up. Well, what what were you thinking on the sideline as your offense took the field? Were you like, hey, they're, they're going to go get it done? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, that's the first thing that came to mind. I said, it's, it's over with now. Like, like the offense is going to get it done. And regardless of what the outcome is, whether we go to fourth quarter, uh, whether we have to finish in regulation or have to go to overtime, we're going to win this game. Like, we were playing our worst ball, and they were playing their best ball, and we were still in that game. And for us to play like that when we were at our worst and still be in that game, I was like, oh, we're playing our best now. So it's, it's over for them, guys. Gabe always says the gold hat is the worst fit, but feels amazing when you put it on, right? 100%. 100%. That hat feels awful. But, I mean, when you, it's, like, it's like chipping in the inside. Yeah. And like it's like the back. I had to do this two, two or three times. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> but I had to, I was actually the first one to put it on this year. I, I had to. Uh, it, it was, like you said, you know, when you put it on, it feels amazing. I mean, I was, it was just, it's just a feeling, you know, playing my last Red River rivalry. I had to be the first to put it on, especially I, I think I played a pretty, uh, pretty good game. So I had to put it on. It's a great feeling. 918, man, man. Congratulations, yeah, Isaiah. Thank you. Appreciate it. The IT department. Sooners win 55-48. When we come back, we'll head back to the locker room. Sooners win an amazing one, a wild one today. This is Sooner football from Learfield. In the Sooner end of the Cotton Bowl, the south side, handoff Brooks, running left, cuts it up, 25, banks it outside, breaks a tackle, 30, watch out, 35-40, it's a race, midfield, 45-40, looking back, looking right, looking left, stiff arm, 30, 25, down to the 10, oh. ball strip, it's out, taken by Texas at the goal line, here's the return, back the other way to the 20-yard line, and bang down there. Kennedy Brooks stripped at the 10-yard line, the question was, was his knee down or not? Trips right, one left. Williams wants the football, he's got it. Then he drops it, picks it up, steps up in the pocket, looking to throw, does toward the end zone. Touchdown! Marvin Mims! It's a touchdown! A bullet by Caleb Williams splits two of Bevo's horns, and he stuck it right into Marvin Mims for his first touchdown of the season. 
You know, we just recapped the whole game. I forgot completely about the Kennedy Brooks 65-yard run where he stripped. That's a back-breaking play if his knee's not down or elbow or whatever. It was his knee, right? That yeah. was down? Yep, knee. And, yeah, and <laughs> you could see the Texas players closing in on him, and you knew a lot mm -hmm. of times – when a guy's got a breakaway going, that ball starts – because he's trying to run at full speed, so that ball starts to swing out a little bit. You've already given up uh, the big play, a bunch of yards. Those defenders almost always go for it. And credit him because it looked like he made a conscious decision. As soon as he felt that defender grab that football, he tried to get down as quickly as he could. If he hadn't have – who knows what would have happened after that, but that was a huge play by him. Seems like – Every review went OU's way today. I could be misremembering something, but that's two weeks in a row where the vast majority is that the Marvin Mims foot? That's the Marvin Mims foot <laughs> from the pylon camera. Is that not the craziest thing ever? Unbelievable. Teddy's showing me a screenshot from the pylon cam of the Mims touchdown. 55 48 Sooners win it. Speaking of Marvin Mims, we heard from him on the field. Now he's up in the locker room with Chris and Gabe. Toby, we're down here with Marvin Mims. I know you talked to Gabe on the field, Marvin, but just take me through the energy, the emotion, the excitement of the way that game played out today. Yeah, I mean, um, we got down early. I mean, 14 nothing right out the gate. And, <laughs> you know, it's crazy sitting there watching in a block punt. I mean, I was like, man, you know, but um, going to halftime, I mean, no one was really down. You know, we had a lot of time left. Even that first quarter went by real slow. I think they had 21 in the first quarter. It just was going by slow. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have enough time to pull this off. And um, at the end of the day, that's what we did. You know, Caleb came in, stepped up in a big way. You know, a true freshman coming in a game like that, atmosphere like that. I mean, that's special. But um, yeah, pretty much that's it. You are, you're, you're a Texas guy. You grew up watching this game. What did it feel like making those types of plays in this game? Um, honestly, me right now, I say it's like pretty cool. I don't think I recognize how big it is right now. I probably will in a couple of days or something. But um, I'm just be out there and just make plays. I mean, that's what I like doing. You know, bringing electric, bringing the electricity to the crowd, hyping everybody up, bringing the team up. I mean, it's special. I love I, it. I, we know you got to get to other interviews. Two more quick ones. First, you had never experienced it like this. What was that like? Um, it was special. I mean, it was crazy. You know, when I went out there at the beginning, I didn't even expect it to be like that, honestly. But um, <laughs> man, it was special. It was, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that game. I just, I, I just wanted to tell you this. You, you, you said that. You don't realize, like, right now maybe how big those plays are. You'll realize in, like, 30 years yeah. when someone walks up to you and is like, I was there in 2021 when you made that. That's when you'll realize what those plays means, those plays mean to this fan base. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. 30 years from now, man, who knows where I'm going to be there. Hey, a, a final thought real quick. The, the chemistry between you and Caleb, I know that obviously you don't get a lot of time in practice, but what was – how were you guys able to work so well for him to know that, hey, you can throw it up, you're going to go get it? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the system. You right. know, what you put on film, I mean, everybody sees it. You know, I had some catches like that last year. Caleb threw it up to me, trusted me. Couldn't let him down at the end of the day. You know, a freshman out there in his first game, doing his first few drives, I mean, you got to give him – you, you got to do something for him, do something special for him so he can just take it real easy. Now, when, when Texas scored late, right, tied the football game up, was part of you thinking, oh, they left us too much time? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially when we had Gabe kicking. I mean, all we got to do is get to the 50. So, I mean, we had a lot of time. At that point, it's, at that point of the game, man, it was hot. I was dead. You know I mean, it is a long game. You know, it felt way longer than just, you know, four 15-minute quarters. But congrats on the win, man. Thank you. Got the Crocs on. 117 games for the first time ever. 
OU has now scored more points than Texas in the history of the rivalry. OU now in 117 games, 2,173 points. Texas, 2,169 points. Mm. They were down three coming in. OU has scored four more now. And today, the highest scoring OU Texas game ever, 103 points. That surpasses last year's game, 98 points for the high. So back-to-back years, the two highest scoring OU Texas games ever. Yeah, and what's crazy is last year's game wasn't really a high-scoring football Mm -hmm. game until late. You know, we we had a bunch of points scored late, late in the fourth quarter, and then obviously into the four overtimes. This year got off to a hot start and kind of stayed that way throughout the entirety of the game. And – You know, yet again, we play a one-score football game between these two teams, and that's going back quite a ways now to where it's been a a one-score, one-possession type of game between these two. It doesn't really matter the separation of rankings or or talent or whatever it might be. We've had some thrillers, Eight of the last nine have been decided by eight points or fewer in OU Texas. Sooners are now 6-0, and and five of their six wins – are by one possession. I feel like this game was a thriller. It was so fun to watch and the swings and the crowd getting into it. There was a bunch of great things about this game. It wasn't perfect by any stretch. There's a ton of mistakes out there, but games like this have a tendency to kind of change a football team a little bit. And, it can it can build. You can definitely start to to see some real improvement from teams. You get some momentum behind you. You get some confidence behind you. Um, you know who knows what's what's going to happen at the the quarterback position. Lincoln Riley's the media. It's going to be a tough week of media for Lincoln Riley because he's not going to want to say anything. That's just kind of how sure how he rolls. But that's all anyone's going to want to know. Well, I mean, I don't. You, there's really not a decision to be made. I agree. There's just how do you deal with it behind the scenes. Right. That's going to be the tough part. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. Uh, uh, one guy that was not happy last week after the game was Alex Grinch. He is standing by. We'll get his postgame thoughts next. Sooners went 55-48 in Dallas. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. 
the Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, Farm Fresh for over 50 years, Chick-fil-A, download the app to earn rewards, Homeland, your homegrown advantage, Pizza Hut, no one out pizzas the hut, and by... Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. Sooners go four to the far side. End over. Snap to Williams. Fakes a handoff. Back to pass under pressure. Evades a bit. Rolls right. Lobs it deep downfield for Mims. Trying to come back to the football. He caught it! Marvin Mims caught it! At the 27-yard line! Marvelous! 26-yarder for Burkich. Ball just inside the left hash. Snap good, hold down, kick is away, and it is good. Sooner postgame shows presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. Stop by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. Toby and Teddy back with you in the booth. Stats Kelly's grinding over numbers. We got a lot of numbers coming your way, including the final stats in this game. But let's go right back downstairs. Chris and Gabe are with Alex Grinch. Sooners win the Red River Showdown 55-48. Here with Alex Grinch. Next play mentality, one play at a time. Man, this defense lived it today, didn't they? Well, they did. And, and, and obviously, you can't, you can't script an ending like that and you certainly don't want to script a uh, beginning like it was and obviously coaching staff we had to do a better job getting the guys ready to play early um, but the, the the story out of this one is just how resilient the, you know obviously the entire football team was but specifically defensively there's there's absolutely no reason to uh, play um, and, and uh, the, the way they did in the second half it's a lot easier to coward it's a lot easier to, to give in um, and just you know, seeing those guys at halftime just uh, you know, seemed like a group excited to go out there and, and, and try to find a way, um, and, and obviously they did. Coach Riley talked about it. didn't seem like it was a, like a new Rodney fire and brimstone speech, just the, the guys were engaged, right? No, they were. I, mean, I, I think and uh, certainly uh, you know, plays being made by the opponent, you got to give them credit, but in the same token, there's um, a, a certain aspect of things where you say this is very self-inflicted. <laughs> Um, which it certainly was at times. And so um, that, that's, that's as, as we told them, there's not a 20-point play and there's not a, you know, one series isn't going to get this done. It's just got to keep chipping away and uh, uh, doing our jobs. And, uh, again, for the most part, the guys did in the second half. How would you keep your guys focused? Yeah, no, I, I think uh, as much as anything, I think the guys expect to play better than they did. I, I think, you know, there's an expectation with this group that there's a, a higher level that, that, that we need to uh, play to. Um, I think they expect it from themselves. Now, we got to get it out of them. we got to do a better job as coaches. In this particular case, you know, there's been the, 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 the song, you know, week one was we got to do a better job getting guys to finish. And the song, as we, as we sit here, we got to get guys to, um, you know, play at a higher level to, to begin a ball game. And so, um, but, uh, you know, a resilient group will, will take a, a hundred times out of a hundred, and uh, they certainly are. I noticed this on the fourth down play. You had three true freshmen out there. McCutcheon at corner, Stutzman at backer, Billy Bowman. Was it, what, is, what does that say about the youth and how much you trust them? Well, you know, we're, we're kind of in that, uh, I, I don't know the exact word, the extremes. We got some experienced guys, and then we got uh, a lot of youth behind them. And, and 
Um, you know, Ethan Downs played a lot of football yeah. uh, today as well uh, at the end spot. And so, you know, excited about those guys, and, and, and they're going to take their lumps at times. And, um, you know, we, but, uh, no, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I like to think the future is bright, but uh, um, we've we got to put them in some better scenarios as we uh, start ball games. B. B. John Robinson is a pretty special guy. Uh, for the most part, it, it seemed like after you know a couple series, the defensive line really stepped up. I know you still have tape to watch, but do you like what you saw today from that defensive line compared to maybe how you felt last week? No, I certainly do. I, I think early in the game, I don't think we have an opportunity to be effective in, in, in a lot of ways. And you know, they, they, there's always a play. You know, one play doesn't beat you, but five can. You know, and, and, and that's kind of how the, the that first quarter in particular uh, kind of went. And, and, and as we described, it kind of a can't get right defense or my bad defense. And um, but uh, no, certainly I, I think uh, the impact was felt and had a, a major uh, uh, impact on how the game finished. Did you feel like you dialed up heat a little bit more uh, than you typically do today, or was it about on on par for what's? Uh, I'd, I'd have to look at it. Right. You know, I I, I think uh, you know probably at some point I I probably blacked out. You know, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but no, I, 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 there were certain instances, and in, and in, in some ways you, you're saying. Uh, um, just the, the nature of the game, kind of where the score was. There's some opportunities that, that you take advantage of. And, and in some cases, there, there's opportunities that, that we did the same thing in the first half and just did, did, uh, um, either didn't hit home or uh, um, obviously they picked it up. Yeah, um, we'll let you go on this. I know obviously folks on the defensive side, but to see a freshman come out in a game like this and with Caleb Williams did that, Pretty uplifting for everyone, wasn't it? No, without question. I think, you know, when you look at it and you're looking at the second half, I mean, do you think how many plays have to be made in that second half on all sides of the ball, including you think about Caleb Kelly, captain of this football yeah. team, to, to make a play in, in, in the special teams uh, area? It, you know, there was not one play that was not going to get this thing done. So all, all those guys um, that, that contributed, obviously, uh, just a resilient, resilient group, and uh, give them uh, loads of credit for finding a way. Congrats on the win, Coach. All right, thanks so much. That's Alex Grinch. Let's take a look at the, steam, the team final stats. Oklahoma wins 55-48. They outgained Texas today. 662 yards for OU. 516 for Texas. Wow. <laughs> That's a shocking number. Um, How about this balance before you comment? OU 339 rushing yards. Uh, 323 passing yards. It's wild. Uh, you had two quarterbacks out there. One quarterback had a, what he end up with, 80-some yards rushing. Uh, Caleb Williams, he came in on that short yardage and blew the thing open whenever we absolutely had to have it. Um, before we even knew that w what his impact on the game was going to be uh, with that run, uh, Kennedy Brooks, just an all-time day, was a huge factor. And we continued to gain momentum running the football. And Gabe pointed out at one point in that game that we're starting to see some of the nasty that we're used to with this offensive line that we really haven't seen a whole lot of this year. And that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping this game ends up being a catalyst for this group. Final stats, by the way, brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. Eight penalties in this game, six on Texas, two on Oklahoma. Sooners went nine for 19 on third downs, one for one on fourth. That was the... 66-yard touchdown run by Williams. Texas goes 4 for 12 on third downs. They were 0 for 1 on fourth. Oklahoma ran 81 offensive plays today. Lincoln Riley's dream after the way this season's gone so far. He finally got a bunch of possessions, a bunch of offensive plays. 20 more than Texas. Texas ran 61 plays. 
Uh, time of possession, OU had it for almost 11 minutes more than Texas, 35-23 to 24-37. Texas won the turnover battle again, 2-1 to one today. OU still hasn't won the turnover battle in OU Texas since 2014. Shocking. We lost the turnover battle and had a punt blocked nearly for a touchdown, eventually became a touchdown. And, you know, that that's you can kind of hear it from some of the coaches, like Grinch there and even Lincoln a bit, that a lot of these issues in this game were self-inflicted, right? And um, you don't want to get too hung up on that right now. You need to celebrate this win. It was wild and it was a lot of fun. But we continue to not make it easy for ourselves in this game. But, hey, I'll say this. It's fun on our end whenever that happens. OU three sacks. I think when they watch the tape, they may give them a fourth. But officially right now, three Texas had two. All right, we'll pause right there. Individual stats coming up. When we come back, Nick Benito standing by. Sooners win at 55-48 today in the Cotton Bowl. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass rolls on next. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. And by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. This is the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. You can send your questions to Sooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Texas starts four wides. The circle, Keelan Robinson behind the formation. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! There's the snap. Straight drop. Thompson rolls right, steps up in the pocket. Hit as he throws downfield. Incomplete! Incomplete! Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products. The Sooner Shop, the official fan shop of OU Athletics. Located on the west side of Owen Field. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 5, Sundays, 10 to 3. Curbside pickup also available through the Oklahoma Sooners app. Welcome back. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. We are uh, just kind of letting this one wash over us. 55-48 Oklahoma wins. The highest scoring OU Texas game today. It was in regulation. It is the biggest comeback for OU in the history, the 117-year history of this rivalry. It is not the biggest comeback in OU history. That was the Jalen Hurts comeback in Waco just a couple of years back. They were down 25 in that game and rallied. 21, the largest deficit today when it was 28-7. to And let's go back downstairs, Nick Benito. Nick Benito joins us. Congrats, man. Just just take us through the mindset, the perseverance, the never-say-die attitude you guys showed today. Um, you know, I just feel like we've been in these situations of really the core guys of this defense, you know, going back to two years ago at Baylor, you know, we had a sim similar situation. And, you know, we, we, had, we brought that into, you know, this game. And, you know, we just have a bunch of guys that have been through so much adversity that we were never really faced throughout the, the, the game. So, Man, you... Uh... You guys really got after the quarterback as that game progressed. You're good at that anyway, but what was the key to getting um, pressure on Casey Thompson? Just running the defense and, and trusting, you know, what Coach Grinch has called. And after that, we just, you know, let our, you know, just let just let it loose. And, you know, we were able to get to the quarterback. So, For you personally, have you – I mean, Baylor is pretty similar, and then you make the play in the game. But, I mean, that, 
That's a couple crazy games. Even Oklahoma, Texas here last year. Yeah. Where does this rank? It's got to be up there amongst some of the oh, no, it's, right? it's definitely up there. I, I'd probably <laughs> say second for sure. Second. <laughs> um, we're talking Alex Grinch. You know, there's all these talks about, you know, the defense coming together this week. How do you feel that played out whenever you guys got on the field and, and, and everyone trying to be on the same page today? Uh, it was good because we were able to just talk to each other on the sidelines. You know, we had a, a couple busts today and you know, a couple mental errors that, you know, that we just, you know, weren't used to. So we just had to talk about it and, you know, adjust to it. And you know, I feel like we did a good job, you know, adjusting and coming back and, you know, playing good at the end. Nick, you guys did a really good job on Beachon Robinson. I, I know he hit a couple of big runs, but how, how tough was he to, to try to stop? Nah, he's tough. I mean, it's rare you see a guy that, that can run through you and, you know, just shake you at your, at your shoes. So, uh, now nah, he was really tough to, to, to tackle, and he was just a really good running back to play against. What kept this team from not tapping out today when you had so many opportunities where you could? Um, just, you know, being, you know, we've been through so much adversity already, you know, just going back from, from game one. I mean, you know, there's been a couple of times where we could have just, you know, tapped out and quit or, or not finished in the fourth quarter. But, you know, that's what we do. We finish in the fourth quarter, and you know, that's what we did today. Final thought, let you get out of here. What does it say now about this team going forward? Um, we're still improving. We're not a perfect team yet. We got a long way to go, but, you know, I love our fight, man. I, I, I'll go to ride, ride uh, with, any, with any one of them. Congrats on the win, man. Thank you. Nick Benito, Sooners win at 55-48. Let's take a look at some individual final numbers brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. Caleb Williams, 15 of 24 passing, 211 yards, two touchdowns. Spencer Rattler, 9 of 16 passing, 112 yards, no touchdowns. Did have a two-point conversion, one interception, one fumble. Kennedy Brooks, 215, or excuse me, 25 carries, 217 yards. That is a career high for Kennedy. 182 was his previous career high, and he had two touchdowns. I got to say, and in, in once we go back and look at the, the film and, and really evaluate it, it may be the most tackles I've ever seen broken in one game. It seemed like almost every run – Two, three, four, on one of them about a, what, a 12, 15-yard run. There was five or, or so Texas tacklers that he, he went through. Just an unbelievable job. The line definitely blocked better, but an unbelievable individual effort from Kennedy Brooks. Trey Sermon had 206 against Texas in 2018. Samaje had 214 yards against him in 2016. And Kennedy Brooks, 217 yards today. When he wasn't breaking tackles, he was punishing guys who did tackle him. I mean, he was running over guys at the end of runs. Yeah, and it's weird to say this. A lot of times you have a low-scoring game that you talk about being a, a really physical football game. This is a high-scoring one, highest in this series, and it was incredibly physical on, on both sides. There was, there was uh, guys – just pods, uh, pads popping out there. And you're right, Kennedy Brooks, I mean, punishing safeties. And they were coming at him full speed. It's not like they were, were coming up there and catching. They were coming, you know, behind their pads trying to lay a shot on him. And he was running through guys. Impressive. Let's pause right there because Kennedy is downstairs with our guys. Hi, right, guys. We're down here with Kennedy Brooks. I know we had a chance to talk on the field, and yeah. it was crazy, but uh, take me through what was working today, man. How how fun was that to see the running game churning like that again? Man, it was, a, it was an amazing feeling, man. They, the online did this, did a great job, man. They did a, a heck of a job. They and they, they blocked their tell-offs today, man. And the receivers, too, downfield, man, they made my job so much easier. So all the credit goes to them, credit goes to God, coaches, everything, man. 
It just it was just a great feeling just being out there and playing this game. What what does it say about this <clears throat> offensive line to persevere and continue to grind through so many different combinations that we've seen? Uh man, just I mean they they some dogs, man. They get, they go out there and fight their tail off every single play, man. They just they're some different animals. So without them, the offense wouldn't be so man, they just they just did a heck of a job, man. Hats off to them. Is there a moment in this game today? And everything's kind of a blur still. It's like, well, I completely forgot about this or that. But was there a moment where you thought, we're going to win this game? Man, was, I never doubt that we were going to win this game, man. We was beating ourselves throughout the whole game. So, man, we just went out there and just started executing, and then everything started clicking. So, man, we just we just kept fighting. That's all we preached about, just keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting, and just see what happens, and we came out with the win. Hey, a, a final thought. <clears throat> take me through that cool play design where Drake Stoops is your lead blocker. That's yeah. awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. You're taking a snap. That's great. Yeah, man, he's I mean, great. Uh, Drake's a, a great guy, man. He's a competitor, man. He's a he, man, he's a grind out. Uh, just it's a dog, man. Just dog mentality. So, man, I'm I'm so happy he was in my lead blocking and just came out came out there and I just followed him. He saw, so he made my job easy too. What what, what do you see? Like like you you realize there's 10 seconds left. Yeah. You're going towards the end zone. Like what what are you seeing? What's what's your vision? Is it just fans? Do you see the end zone? Uh, honestly, man, I was just reading my reading the play, man. I could have pitched off to Caleb, man, but my read told me just to keep it and just. Uh, set it up, and I just went outside and just went straight, and that's all it was. Was there a, a moment where you're like, I need to get down so we can get a field goal, or are you like, no, 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 I'm getting the end zone? Yeah, man, honestly, I wasn't even thinking about the time, man. I, was just, <laughs> I, was just, I wasn't even thinking about the time. I wasn't even thinking about maybe I should score. I just read it out, and just and, and God willed it, man, for me to score. So I'm, I'm very blessed. So thank you. Congrats, man. Thank you so much. That's a great question Chris asked because when he was in the middle of that run, you know, it started with a little patience there. The fake pitch, he sets up the block. And he's five, ten yards downfield. And I was, they got a timeout. And I'm thinking, let's don't take too long here. Make sure you get down before the clock hits zero. And then you saw it open up and uh, and he got it to the house. But I thought what Chris was thinking for just a brief moment in the middle of that run, let's don't take too long before you get down. Yeah, and it's not a quick hitting play either. There's, you know, they got the fake toss at the beginning of it, direct snap and yeah, uh, imagine if someone stood him up and, you know, they're, he's pushing forward to gain yards and <laughs> that clock is ticking down. But, hey, whenever you see the, the end zone, you got a chance. You go, you go cap that thing off in impressive fashion. He did exactly that. The rest of the OU individual numbers today, rushing Caleb Williams, four carries, 88 yards and a touchdown. Stats, I've got him for 299 total, 211 passing, 88 rushing, 299 total yards for Williams. Three total touchdowns. Eric Gray, six carries, 37 yards. Uh, receiving, Marvin Mims, five catches, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. He was targeted five times. He caught all five, and they weren't easy either. Average 27.2 yards per catch today for Marvin. Jeremiah Hall, three catches, 69 yards. Mario Williams, three for 30. Jaden Hazelwood, frustrating day he had a few times he was open they didn't get him the ball three for 16 mike woods two for 32 big one early eric gray two for 19 trayvon west two catches 13 yards today austin stogner had two for 12 and leading tackler for oklahoma before we go to break brian osamoa had seven all right quick time out we got the texas individual numbers coming up we're not done hearing from the sooner locker room Either when we come back, Caleb Kelly made one of the biggest plays of this game. He is down in the locker room with Chris and Gabe. Sooners win at 55-48. This is Sooner football from Learfield. 
Williams shotgun snap, straight drop, four-man rush. They pick it up, looking deep, steps up in the pocket. Going to wing it for the end zone for Mims. He comes back for it. He caught it! He caught it! Isn't it in? No signal yet. Touchdown! Oh, on the field. Touchdown, Oklahoma. Shotgun, Rattler, since Stoops in motion. Snap, Rattler rolls right, looking, looking, throws, in zone, caught, Stoops, touchdown! Oklahoma has come all the way back! <laughs> it is Caleb Kelly in to make the tackle, and he took the football away! Caleb Kelly ripped the football away! This is going to be Oklahoma football! The old man did it! The old man did it! Oklahoma beats Texas in one of the greatest Red River rivalry games we've ever seen. Uh, In the booth with Teddy Lehman, I'm Chris Plank. Toby will rejoin us coming up here in a mere moment. This is the Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. We'll get to the Texas final stats in a moment, but I just wrapped up a conversation with Caleb Kelly. Caleb Kelly joins us. I know we had a chance to talk on the field, but I guess, what, about an hour now? Has it kind of sunk <laughs> in, the madness of that? Um, yeah, I haven't even really checked my phone. I, <laughs> I tried to find out where my mom was, but then service, like where my phone just kind of lit up a lot. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not even going to look at it right now. I'll figure out where she is later. I don't know if, if I've ever been a part of a field storming like that before. Yeah. It's almost like you look out for number one first, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> for real. It was weird. It was like, she. my mom tapped me, actually, and I was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, this is dope. So it was, like, it was cool. You know, we were just asking Nick about it, and it's 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 a question, you know, that will be asked a thousand times, but what does it say about this team to stick together, Caleb, and as a captain, not to see him quit, not to see him tap out? I think it's a, it's a culture that's kind of been embedded that we had the Baylor game before. Um, I just think that, honestly, this year in half times where we've been tired or we've been down, I think the locker room has just been awake. It's just been ready to go. It's kind of been the feeling. And so this game was no different. We were just ready to go. It was kind of like you, there was guys talking. It wasn't just sitting in there pouting or anything like that. And that's just that's just how it's been all year. And so I think that's why we, we've been finishing. And honestly, all fall camp, all spring, we were doing uh, emphasis on finish after every single practice. And so, I mean, it, it's instilled in us for sure. Was that a new package we were seeing with you today defensively? Or yeah. How would you feel about that? It seemed I, like it worked well. Yeah, I love it. But I got I, I to gotta try to uh, make some more plays in practice so Grinch trusts it more <laughs> so yeah because I, I love it. I want to do it as much as I can when when we look out and in those big moments you know it's it's such a, a roller coaster there's three fret three true freshmen right there's mm-hmm. Latrell McCutcheon there's Danny Stutzman um, there's Billy Bowman then you look like gosh there's Pat Fields and he's been here forever and it's <laughs> it's a wild mix isn't it yeah and they, they all mesh as well I think it's because yeah. The older guys have kind of told the younger guys, look, follow us and we'll get you right. And then you'll be the older guy eventually. We aren't going to be here forever. I mean, I've said that for a long time, but <laughs> I won't be here forever. And so um, it, it, it's just kind of instilling them. Trust the older guys. Trust the coaches. You'll get your opportunities and we're going to support you when you're getting that. We don't expect you to come in and watch us. We're saying follow us and come with us to, to make your play. 
So there's Caleb Kelly in the post game. Oklahoma wins it 55-48. to 48. Got some Texas final stats here. He mentioned Xavier Worthy, a Fresno guy like him. Nine catches, 261 yards receiving. Two touchdowns. It's like a Madden day. It's crazy. And, you know, think about the quarterback, Casey Thompson. Five touchdowns, 388 yards passing, and you take a loss. Um, that's 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 a brutal day. He played well out there um, just down the stretch. Too much pressure by our defensive line late. You mentioned uh, total yardage numbers for Casey Thompson. He was 20 of 34, completing 59% of his passes. B. John Robinson, 20 carries, 137 yards. Uh, Casey Thompson held in check, sacked a couple of times, he was on the in the red for 24 yards, running the football, and beyond the 261 yards for the freshman Xavier Worthy. Joshua Moore four catches for 70 yards. You know, it's it's really cool. I think Teddy, when you see a guy like Caleb, Caleb Kelly, who has been through so much, who has battled the injuries, and he makes a big play. I mean, I don't. Did anyone think that ball was out immediately <laughs> whenever whenever the fumble had happened on the kick return? Aside from a small group of guys yeah. on the kickoff coverage group, and maybe some. Some, I think maybe people on the sideline right down there in that area saw it. I thought they were just excited that they got a, a stop inside the 20 because we, we had so much momentum at that point that the fans were going crazy over everything. So when he came out of there with the football, I just thought that, you know, they picked it up off the ground or something. No clue that he had ripped that thing out of there. That was awesome. Unbelievable. All right. How about that crowd, though? Ted, I, you know, I Ted. honestly believe that oh my our crowd – played a massive role in that comeback in the way that we played as that second half ticked down. It was so insane. I, I'm, I'm a prisoner of the moment. I'll be the first one to tell you that. But I think that goes down as the greatest OU crowd at the OU Texas game ever. Texas could not get out of this into the field. Oh, they, they just couldn't. couldn't. They they, couldn't. It was like they were And every they big play we there. made, Oklahoma made, seemed to be down here too. Yeah. It was unreal. I, 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 I never take videos. But I took a video after they had ruled the recovery on the fumble. And I'm just, whenever people ask me, hey, what's OU Texas like? I'm just going to start showing them that video yeah. because people standing on the walls, water being thrown everywhere, everyone just having a blast. And, oh, incredible, incredible game. 55 to 48 was the final. Excuse me. Yeah, 55-48 was the final. When we come back here on the Bud Light, or the Pike Pass postgame show, hey, Sooners, they'll get passed, get Pike Pass. Toby will rejoin us, and we'll hear from Jeremiah Hall, who takes us through an incredible receiving day for him here on the Sooner postgame show. Oklahoma 55, Texas 48. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Allstate. Score savings worth celebrating. Championship savings for the win. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. Caleb Williams at quarterback. Three wide receivers. Kennedy Brooks, the back. Stoops in motion. Direct snap to Brooks. Brooks over the left side. 15. He's to the 10. He's got a lead. Walker. He's going to score. Kennedy Brooks. Bijan Robinson wrapped up Perrion, got him. It's a loss. Back to the 25. Lincoln Riley now 5-1 against Texas. 14 straight wins for OU. Only Alabama has a longer winning streak. Sooners have won four straight times now over Texas. Oklahoma has at least one takeaway 
in 11 straight games. Uh, more stats coming up, but let's go back down to the locker room. One final time, Chris, with the Bullfrog. All right, so we got to talk on the field, but there was a massive humanity around us. So um, Jeremiah Hall joins us, Toby. What a moment, man. What a game. What, what, what keyed this comeback today for this team, Jeremiah? You know, making sure that we always knew that we were in the game. You know, when you're looking at the clock and it's 13 minutes and nine seconds left in the first quarter <laughs> and you're, you're down 14-0, you're like, okay, we're making it hard on ourselves, but there was never a point in time where we held our head down or blamed each other. And so just knowing that we were able to come back and all we had to do was clean up the game, uh, that's the mindset we had. How does this team not get down? Like, I, I, you fall in a hole like that. I just, you would think there'd be people point fingers and blame, but you guys don't. Why is that? Well, you know, we've all been in situations where we have to come back. You know, we're talking Baylor a couple years ago, mm -hmm. the older guys. We're talking earlier this year against Nebraska when you got to drive all the way down the field, or I think it's West Virginia. You're talking yep. um, earlier this year when we're having like six, seven possessions a game. So we've all been in different situations, and uh, today was just another one that we had to come back from. It's going to make for a, a big-time podcast on the Prairie episode this week, right? <laughs> yeah. And you guys are going to have a lot to talk about. Hey, uh, take me through just Jeremiah Hall, the playmaking receiver. You know, he had three catches, maybe four catches, about 70 yards today. I know you get excited. I know you're – it means a lot when you're part of the game plan like that. But those were moments when this team needed a big play. Yeah. You know what? Every time I get the ball, I just try and take it up advantage of the opportunities that I have. And so today was another one of those opportunities. Uh, the trick play, uh, the hurdle was pretty cool, too. I had to pull that one out. But, um, yeah, you know, I was just out there having fun today. Did, did you take any keys from Trey Millard on that one? Or? I did try and pull my inner Trey Millard out. I probably could have got the stiff arm out a little bit sooner. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Trey. You held on to the ball. That's all that matters. All right, final thought. What does this say about this team, and what can this do for this team moving forward? It now? shows that we're resilient and that when we play clean football, uh, nobody can really stop us, in my opinion. And that's it. And man, go subscribe to the podcast on the Prairie. Yes, right? sir. That's the biggest thing. Congrats, man. Thank you. A guy had a big day. Uh, post game show brought to you by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past get Pike Pass. I need a mid first bank player of the game though today, Teddy Lehman. Who's your nominee? Well, it's really difficult not to go with Caleb Williams. I, I think that that is just to come off the bench in a game like this. Uh, as a quarterback is incredibly difficult. I think lost in all this is the fact that he's a true freshman. And that's this is really his, his first, like, any type of uh, real amount of snaps in meaningful moments in a game. And it happened to be in this, the, the craziest atmosphere we've seen here in I don't know how long. Um, that was huge. So I, I got to go with him. Kennedy Brooks, though, is, I'm telling you, a really, really close second. That's one of the best games I've seen from an OU running back in a long time. A lot of yards. We've seen some big yardage. We could share it. We can go co-MVPs, I, I, co-POGs. I would go co-POGs because <laughs> we've seen some really big numbers from, from running backs, and even in this game, but not individual efforts like that. Like there, <laughs> Almost every play he had was him running through guys. And it was just amazing to watch. All right, we'll go Caleb Williams and Kennedy Brooks, players of the game today. MidFirst Bank's premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. Visit MidFirst.com slash Sooners for details. MidFirst Bank is true to your money. New postgame sponsor this week is the Oklahoma Health Care Authority. Uh, they bring us the injury report 
brought to you by the Oklahoma Healthcare Authority. Apply now for health care benefits at mysoonercare.org. Teddy, we had uh, Delarian Turner yell leave on the yeah. first play of the game. He did not return. That's concerning. Anything else injury-wise that jumps out? Well, Tyrese Robinson went down and looked to be in a, a bunch of pain on a lower body injury, went over to the tent, ended up making his way back into the football game. Uh, so we'll have to monitor that and see if that's something that gives him issues as we move forward. The rest of the way felt pretty clean, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, we had some guys making their way back. Stutzman came out, had the big elbow brace on, looked like he stayed healthy. Uh, Rame on that Kennedy Brooks fumble where Texas picked it up and we ended up uh, hanging on to that ball after the review. He smashed mm -hmm. that. B.J. Uh, Foster. Foster, he smashed him on that return, and he looked like he maybe banged up a shoulder or something, but never came out of the game, fought through, and, and went right back in. But he looked like he did not feel good after that. But otherwise – Pretty clean, I feel like. For as hot as it was and as physical as it was, pretty amazing. I mean, we'll see. Maybe something happened out there that we didn't see, but uh, felt like they got out of this one pretty good. All right, how about our orange elephant roofing elephant in the room? Let's address the elephant in the room. Don't let the name fool you. Orange elephant roofing is trusted by the Crimson and Cream, the official roofing sponsor of OU Athletics. No I idea to how to pick this one, right? <laughs> what, what could there be? It will be an interesting week for Lincoln Riley uh, with the quarterback situation going forward. So your thoughts? Well, it sounds like, you know, not only with Chris Plank in the radio post-game interview, uh, you know, he mentioned two quarterbacks to win this. Also in the media availability afterwards, non-committal on what he's going to do at the quarterback position moving forward. Now, um, it, it would be pretty hard, you have to figure, to start Spencer Rattler. Um, you know, just because the reaction that Caleb Williams got from the football team during some of those plays. Uh, I, especially at home. Right, especially at home. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any way of avoiding that if you're Lincoln Riley. Um, it's going to be an interesting week leading up to it because you know as well as I do that even if it is blatantly obvious, <laughs> Lincoln Riley's not going to say no, it. He's not going to tell uh, anybody. Well, you know, Tuesday night we'll try to trick him into answering. He's not going to. Um, but there's no way it's not Caleb Williams. But it sets up a fascinating situation in his quarterback room going forward. And, again, you've got to give Spencer Rattler tremendous credit today for coming off the bench and contributing one of the biggest plays of this game in the second half. But uh, it's going to be uncomfortable going forward, I would imagine. Well, I'll say this, man. Caleb Williams, he – you cannot understate – what speed does for a quarterback he, whenever he gets to the edge and he's got players, good players, fast athletic players bearing down on him. There is no panic. He looks totally calm and feels like he can absolutely run around everyone and continue the play. And that's, that's a great thing to have. He, he puts a bandaid on a lot of the issues that we have uh, going on on the, the offensive side of the ball. One final post game timeout. We'll put a wrap on it. 
hear how this one ended when we come back. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. As the Oklahoma... Five wide, snap is low. Thompson has it. Back to pass under pressure. Takes a shot. In zone. Nobody's there. It's incomplete. Nobody's there. And the Sooners have turned him over on down. Williams in the shotgun. Stoops in motion. Direct snap. Brooks fakes the pitch. Bounces it outside. He's to the 30. He's to the 25. He's to the 20. He's going to go. Kennedy Brooks. He just won. He just won the game. Kennedy Brooks. He's going to run it out. This is going to be it. He's to the 35. He's to the 40. He leaps a man. He's down. And you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the bar. Oklahoma has just offered the greatest comeback in OU Texas history. Final score today in the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma 55 and Texas 48. Kennedy Brooks, your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. 33-yard game winner. No one out pizzas the Hut. Welcome back for the final time. Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Don't worry if you joined us late for the post game, or if you have been at the uh, game and you've fought your way through the state fair and you got a corn dog and a funnel cake and a beverage and you're just now getting to your car. We are going to close out the broadcast as we have done only a handful of times when we've had some momentous games, and today certainly falls into that category. Uh, our man Daniel back in studio has lined up all of the big highlights back-to-back, and we're going to hit them one more time back-to-back as we sign off today. So a chance to go back and listen to uh, – I promise you, when you hear him, you're going to say, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. So many of those today, Teddy. That was crazy, and – we were saying that <laughs> in the first quarter. Yeah, in the first quarter. <laughs> Halfway through the first quarter, we were saying that about this football game. And it just continued all the way until the very last play. Um, you just can't say enough. And, yeah, people are going to – once once everyone settles down and looks back on the game, there's going to be frustrating moments and things that you look at that have to get better. And, and absolutely, there's no doubt about that, but – Gosh, in the moment, the most entertaining 60 minutes of football I believe I've ever witnessed. few more nuggets from Stats Kelly. Second biggest comeback in OU history, 21 points. It ties their 21-point comeback in 1981 against Kansas State. It ties their 21-point comeback in 1970 against Iowa State. OU was down 18 uh, 41 to 23 was the score with 245 to go in the third quarter. And from that point on, they outscored Texas 32 to 7. In fact, the Sooners scored 25 points in the fourth quarter alone. Texas had 345 yards in the first half, only 171 in the second. Greatest comeback, biggest comeback in OU Texas history for the Sooners by 10. 
Their previous, previous largest comeback was 11 points in this game in 1996. That was the James Allen overtime win. And in 2002, Teddy, with uh, Quentin Griffin and Nate Hibble. Uh, Caleb Kelly had a big strip today. That's his fourth fumble recovery, fifth forced fumble of his career, and they've come in big moments. Yeah, He had a takeaway uh, against West Virginia on the road 2018. He forced the fumble against Georgia in the Rose Bowl. Stephen Parker, I believe, was a part of that. He had the scoop and score against TCU in the Big 12 championship game and a massive strip today on the kickoff return against Texas. Huge. And that, that happened right as Oklahoma had really started to build some momentum in the football game, and the crowd was all of a sudden becoming a, a, a big piece of the action. And whenever he came up with that football, this place absolutely erupted. Amazing. It was on tilt before he came up with the football. Have you ever seen th – this crowd's never been like that here. At least, I mean, I, I haven't seen, obviously, every football game here going back all 117 years. But from the time that I've, I've been associated with this game, I've never seen this fan base like that at all. Well, I think the OU crowd is always great in this game. I think they always impact the game because I think they, they're the better half of the Cotton Bowl always in this game. But I will agree, agree with you. I have never seen a crowd – in half of a stadium, certainly, impact a game like this crowd did today. And it started at halftime for me when OU's down 18. And let's be honest, OU fans have been hard on this team so uh -huh. far this year. And they're down 18, and they head up the tunnel. And this whole half of the Cotton Bowl was roaring for them, yep. saying, hey, you guys are in this. You got it. And in the second half, they knew they were impacting the game because it kept being played down here on the south end. And Texas was struggling, and OU was riding the momentum. And that's why this game's unlike anything else, because it doesn't just matter what the down is. It matters what half of the field you're on. It makes – you've played in it. Sure. You know it. It, make, it makes a huge difference. And then it wasn't, but a few seconds later, Texas hits a deep ball down into their territory <laughs> finally, and that side of the stadium erupts in an answer. But – I, I, you're right. The the ha the team going in at halftime. I totally agree. The crowd like cheering them as they walked in up the tunnel to go in and and regroup for a moment. They echoed or they were they were showing exactly how I felt. I the the way I felt did not look at look, look like the scoreboard at all. It, it felt like we definitely belonged. And Texas, although they jumped out to that nice lead didn't seem like they were the better team or at least so much better that we couldn't climb our way back into this game. The other moment, and this is, I'm repeating myself, but again, we probably got people joining us as we go. The, the South End is in hysteria when Caleb Williams hits Marvin Mims for, to get him within two, and Spencer Rattler runs on the field. And my first thought was, uh-oh, they're not going to like this because mm -hmm. Caleb Williams is leading the comeback. And they they – went wild for Spencer running back on the field and so no I'm I think the Oklahoma crowd uh, deserves a game ball because they were spectacular today here's one of those plays <laughs> they're showing Bob on uh TV watching the the game as Kennedy Brooks went running in that's pretty cool here's one of those plays you're you're sitting in your car going oh yeah I forgot about that Michael Turk had the longest punt in OU Texas history today, 85 yards. Teddy, it came off his mill, uh, off his foot, looking like it was a projectile missile. It was amazing. 
I've never seen anything like that. And it almost stopped on the one-yard line. It came to rest a yard into the end zone. It, he absolutely blistered that football. Cameron Dicker had a 78-yard punt today, yeah, by the way. he did the way. same thing. I watched that one. That ball left Dicker's foot on the five and landed on the other 15-yard line. All right. Jana King, clean sweep of scores from around the country. This is the first time I've seen any of this. I, I haven't paid attention to anything but OU Texas today. Baylor beats West Virginia 45-20. to in Waco. Does that surprise you at all? Uh, I picked Baylor to win that game, but I thought it was going to be a really tight one. Um, West Virginia seems to have fallen apart since they gave Oklahoma the effort they gave. Boy, Georgia, man. Third quarter, they lead Auburn on the road 24-3. to They have still only allowed one touchdown. I know, and they're, somehow their average of points given up is still trekking down. Three, it was at 5.8, then they got a shutdown. Now it's at four-point-something, and they're, they're still holding it under that number. It's crazy. Number 10, BYU's in trouble at home. Boise State leads them 23-10. to 10. That's in the third quarter. Uh, SMU undefeated. They go to the fourth at Navy, tied 24-all. That's Tanner Mordecai, Grant Calcaterra, and the guys. They are at halftime in Iowa City. Penn State leads Iowa in that top-four battle. 17 to 10. Ohio State wins at home over Maryland, 66-17. I think a lot of people gave up on Ohio State a little too quick, saying that they weren't going to be any good this year. They've come bouncing back. C.J. Stroud is playing really well. Ole Miss beats Arkansas in a top 20 battle today, 52 to 51 in I, Oxford. I I haven't seen the highlights, but I think Arkansas went for the win on the final play of good the game. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, Florida blanks Vanderbilt 42 nothing. Game still to come. Number nine, Michigan tonight at Nebraska. Eager to see that game. Nebraska's playing pretty yeah. good football since they left Norman. Uh, Kentucky 5-0. and They're at home against LSU tonight. That's a 6-30 kick. Number one, Alabama's at Texas A&M at 7 o'clock. And uh, that's it for the intriguing games the rest of the way. It'll give us some good ones to listen to, though, on the drive home. Uh, that's your Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Jana King is the king of clean. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. It's TCU next Saturday. I have inquired but have not received any word on a potential kick time. Uh, my guess is – well, I'm not even going to author a guess. They will either kick at 11 on Fox or 6.30 on ABC next week. I don't know who gets the pick. I don't know if Fox or ABC gets first selection. So I can't even uh, guess as to when that game will be. But Sooner fans, it'll either be at 11 a.m. against TCU next Saturday morning or 6.30 against TCU next Saturday. And the decision is, I think, between them and Texas, right? Texas and Oklahoma State play. Yeah, one one game will be at 11. The other will be at 6.30. That's your look at upcoming events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU. We will likely know tonight, I would think, worst case tomorrow morning, but there's no more – like, all of those teams have played, right? TCU doesn't play tonight, do they? I think the they and Oklahoma State are off, right? Right. So, all those games have played. So, it's in the lap of the networks now. I would guess we will get some more tonight as to when that kick time will be. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for our broadcast, Ted. Uh, I always like to leave you with the, the final word. Uh, good luck. Yeah. I What we witnessed here today was – Amazing, historic, unbelievable. So many guys factored into this game. There was not one play 
that really won it. There was a bunch of plays by a bunch of different guys uh, at a bunch of different times throughout the ball game. Um, shout out to the fan base. That was awesome. I, I feel like they played maybe as big a part of this win as any game I've ever witnessed in, in OU football. Uh, just totally brought them back into the game. Uh, that was amazing to watch. Caleb Williams, fantastic. My hope is that this is one of those moments that just gets everyone to buy in a little bit more and say that maybe we are capable of something special this year. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. Thanks to the best crew in college football, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, our spotter, Andrew Shepard, Dennis Stats-Kelly, engineer and producer, Drake Dyken, Tom Shores, our sideline engineer, and Daniel Anderson running the show for us today back in our Sooner Network studio. As soon as I say Sooners win, they're going to re-rack all the highlights that you missed today. It's coming up in just a moment. Final score one final time. In the 117th edition of the Red River Showdown, it was Oklahoma 55 and Texas 48. Until next Saturday, OUTCU back in Norman. This is Toby Rowland saying, Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. He's got the football. Straight drop, Sooners bring heat under pressure, trying to get away, throws late, threw it out of bounds. Perry on Winfrey was all over it. Oklahoma has dialed up the heat Thompson in the sooner end of the Cotton Bowl. The south side handoff Brooks running left, cuts it up 25, banks it outside, breaks a tackle 30. Watch out 35 40, it's a race midfield 45 40. Looking back, looking right, looking left, stiff arm 30 25 down to the 10. Oh. Ball strip, it's out, taken by Texas at the goal line. Here's the return back the other way to the 20 yard line and bang down there. Kennedy Brooks stripped at the 10 yard line. The question was, was his knee down? starts four wides the circle Keelan Robinson behind the formation Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure they got him Danny Stutzman it's a sack there's the snap straight drop Thompson rolls right steps up in the pocket hit as he throws downfield incomplete incomplete five wides snap is low Thompson has it back to pass under pressure takes a shot in zone nobody's there it's incomplete the pitch, bounces it outside. He's to the 30, he's to the 25, he's to the 20, he's gonna go! Kennedy Brooks, he just won! He just won the game! Kennedy Brooks just won OU Texas! A 33-yard touchdown run by Kennedy Brooks! One year after a four-overtime classic, we may have surpassed it with the greatest game in OU Texas history. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E.
We energize life. OU Help, the future of health is here. Orange Elephant Roofing, trusted by the Crimson and Cream, the official roofing sponsor of OU Athletics. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.